0: One thing that I think I took from it was like, I suppose you could say that I can enjoy it while it lasts. Like, and I know it's sort of a sad way of putting it, but like it sort of speaks to like do a project that you want to do and like make the effort to sort of like collaborate with your friends in a school environment and like just like have fun with it, you know, because as stressful as it is in the moment, like I'm, I fucking like looking back, like as someone who's gone through the entire school system, like elementary, secondary and post-secondary, like I look back and I'm like, I fucking loved school. I, I, I yearn for those days, like already, and I'm only a few months out. Like, it's it's fantastic. Do your best, do stuff that you like, and be present, I suppose, is my advice.
1: That was Stephen Bacowi, and this is the Process Podcast. The Process Podcast. It's the Process Podcast episode two hundred and sixty-nine. Good number. Can you imagine what better person to have on episode <laughs> two hundred and sixty-nine than Stephen Bakawi? Hello. That was so I, I, sad. I, I I can't. <laughs> There's no one. I was, I can imagine why. I
0: was I why was wondering would... if uh Zach was gonna respond to that and be like, no, I can't, but uh <laughs> Who
1: better would we have than Stephen Bacoway for episode two hundred and sixty-nine? There's, there's no, there's no one, one better. There's no that. alternative. There's no alternative. It's been a long time, almost two hundred full episodes. It's one hundred ninety-five episodes since you've been on,
2: Stephen. Jesus, yeah, that's no, crazy. That uh, that freaks me out, man. Uh, wait, hold on. Wait,
0: 109... You said one hundred ninety-five. Yeah,
1: that's not right. You were. You were on episode 74.
0: Oh my god, 74.
1: I thought it was 174, oh, Jesus. No, you were on 74. Fucking hell. December yeah, 21st, crazy. 2020. Fuck. We should have made yeah. it 200. What are we doing?
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, well, I mean, you can always come back you
0: know? <laughs> in 5 days. Like,
1: oh, <laughs> we've got a we've got a 69th episode and those are always special because it's like our favorite number.
0: <laughs> right. So, we
1: figured out oh, we'll course. get we'll get Steven on. Everyone's favorite yeah. number yeah i'd say a large majority yeah,
0: it's up there people
1: what do you have another favorite number like i've got i've got 42
0: uh, ah i got 41 40
1: one my wow really why is that yeah
0: uh literally uh because i was obsessed with some 41 as a kid uh... oh okay fair
1: fair <laughs> zach do you have a favorite it's, number it's other three. than 944 oh yeah you, three, three like like number that. yeah very good. Is there a significance to why it's a lucky know. number? I don't know. I don't think so. I just always like
2: three. Hmm. Like I don't know. three like, I'm trying to think why like swa, trio, Yeah. triplet, threesome, three
0: musketeers. Three, I don't know. three like times I, a charm a sort of thing. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I guess it's, yeah, maybe that's it. A superstitious lucky number. I don't know. Have you ever been in a scenario where you've
1: had to or where you've relied on a superstitious lucky number? um and then you're like oh my gosh it actually was three and then it came true <laughs> or whatever i'm trying happened, to think like, of what it, happened because of the number
2: three I'm trying to think some but i don't know off the top of my head anytime you'd have to like you know pick something
0: mm-hmm.
2: i'd always pick like the third thing or something like that oh, that's just as like you know fucking why not you it, it's like a bizarre
0: it sounds like a like a, a following the right wall in a maze sort of rule
1: yeah doesn't that it, always lead you to the end eventually?
0: I think technically it does, because I mean, like, even if you run into a dead end, that right wall eventually just leads you back around to wherever around. wherever right. else you're going. Huh.
1: Realistically, you could get out of a maze just by following every conceivable path and never, like, always with a hand on the right side of the wall, you'll get there eventually. It just could take you like a month, Mm-hmm. depending on how big the maze is. <laughs> that's a pretty big maze. Like, I'm yes. I'm thinking of the maze. I'm thinking of the maze in like Harry Potter number four at the very end of it. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: yeah, I know yeah, that
2: you, one. You know that
1: one, Zach? <laughs> oh, I've seen Harry Potter. <laughs> what?
0: You've, oh, wait, yeah. you've never seen
2: it? I've seen the first three movies like a long time ago. And that's it.
0: Damn, dude, you're missing out. I know. Everyone says it's a that, great but series. Never got
2: into it. Does old mate like Harry Potter? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You you hesitated. Yeah. Is she gonna be happy with that? Answer? I was trying to. <laughs> I was trying to think. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I think maybe. I, like, like, I don't yeah, know. Yes, so most, most people are. I think most
2: people are into harry potter
1: yeah i mean i like it from an entertainment standpoint i don't necessarily follow it i'm not a i'm not a, like a i'm not the person that would take the buzzfeed test and was like which, which harry potter house are <laughs> right
0: in? oh man i i did that uh Pottermore. You, com. A, oh yeah
2: you're a hufflepuff i should do that
0: too. no i'm i'm gryffindor yo really I no,
2: i'll do that right now if i can do it and i'll just see
0: why. yeah <laughs> it'll take it it'll take a while you gotta like oh. set up an account and all that shit oh
2: okay yeah never mind yeah oh, it's one of
0: those. it'll tell you your patronus as well mine was like a buzzard is. or something <laughs> like a like a falcon bird yeah it's like a falcon-esque bird uh, and i'm like okay
1: I'm, yeah you give me buzzard vibes and i'm like i'm down with that, doing that in the best way
0: possible yeah, yeah fuck it like falcons are sick i like that
1: yeah i like <laughs> falcons I like birds. Yeah, I'd want it to be like a like a giant eagle or something. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, I guess falcons
1: are cool. Like you'd you want to be a giant falcon. eagle. Yeah, I'd be a giant eagle. You, you I'd can be uh, a golden
0: eagle. You can find out on Pottermore.com.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually sponsored today's
3: episode. <laughs> yeah. to
0: that's a really cool Pottermore.com.
2: <laughs> I tell you what, though, I do want to go to the the whole um, Harry Potter fucking section of like Disney World. Oh yeah, I'd be pretty, yeah. yeah. I'd like, been there before, or, like,
0: or Universal.
1: Yeah, oh, it's yeah.
0: it, it's great. Yeah, it's it's excellent.
1: I went like is that Disney Disney or Universal Studios?
0: It's Universal. Yeah, yeah. It's I bought a wand. It was it
1: was all powered, good. Fucking. Which wand did you buy?
0: Uh, I bought uh, 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 um, Sirius Black's wand. Oh, see, I have
2: Voldemort's wand.
0: Ah, that
2: yeah. makes sense. when i when i went to disney world it was like or whatever universal when i was there they were like i think just after we left it was when they were like opened it for the first time so so i also don't really care that much
1: <laughs> they had the big a big like white dragon on top of a uh right top of some kind of a building there so cool Yep. just like seeing this giant sculpture in real life and then every now and then it would breathe fire
0: yeah and this mm.
1: fireball goes off above all these people's heads
0: yeah i remember there's that
1: no way that's properly safe there's <laughs> no way Disney, they don't know what they're doing our universal whatever same thing it's actually non-flammable fire is it <laughs> yeah i don't know They'd they'd find something precisely but uh but Steven it's been a hot minute yep. since we last had you on. So let's backtrack a little bit to what's happened in the last basically 7 years since the last time we spoke basically. to you. Basically. 7 years is a <laughs> is a rough 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 timeline. Yeah. There. Sounds last right. Last time we spoke to you we were going into Christmas break or you were going into Christmas break for school. You were developing thesis. You had teased to us what your thesis direction was. Um but where, what has happened since that? Since like the last time that we spoke, basically,
0: uh, with regards to thesis, it was the entire latter half because that was basically the halfway point where we where we mm-hmm. spoke. Uh, so, around when we had our episode before, I was getting ready to do like the first one to one sketch models and smaller scale, more detailed sketch models and uh, ergonomic reports around that time and then that led into like more detailed sketches and eventually cad and like proper real like schematics and things like that and um yeah no it it was the fun part (laughs) it was the fun part of thesis Mm -hmm.
1: so what did you what did
0: you end up because i don't think you actually
1: revealed your problem statement or your topic on the last episode that we had you on I think you teased about like there was something transportation related but i don't think you actually told us what it is because we spoke about the thesis process and like figuring out and identifying problems and how you can identify valid problems but i don't think you actually told us what yours was like we know it obviously (laughs) but the mass population may not
0: i think i did Uh, well i I feel like i probably i think i mentioned my problem statement but i mean obviously at that point like i was only half done so uh there was only so much I could tell. But um oh geez, it's been a minute since I've spoken about thesis. I need to <laughs> I need to remind myself. I mean,
2: um flashbacks.
0: Yeah, the problem statement was uh how may we improve the livability and working conditions for long haul truck drivers? And um basically what I was working with was um sleeper semi trucks. And for those who don't know what a sleeper semi-truck is, it's literally like, if you imagine like the cockpit of like a, a semi-truck, immediately behind the the seats, the driver's seat and passenger seat, there's like a living area. Like there's like a bed, there's cabinets, there's a fridge usually. And like, it's a it's a whole great big like mobile setup. Like a, Think of it like a really small RV sort of thing. Um, and I'm talking small. And that was part of the problem, right? Because like, um, like long haul truck drivers, they're driving for like 11 hours a day. They're sitting for prolonged periods of time, like repeating movements, just like monotonous driving. And so that caused a lot of like bodily musculoskeletal issues and the living quarters didn't provide the amenities for like healthy, active living either. So they wouldn't get much exercise and they, or their diets would suffer. And it all led to sort of like poor mental health and poor physical health and it would affect their job performance, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, So basically, I utilized, like, uh, EV technology to, like, remove, like, the engine, like, the combustion engine completely and restructure a semi-truck such that it accommodated for, such that it had more room, basically, to um, put those features in that they needed to perform their job properly. And, uh, uh, yeah, that, that was basically the gist it was a very like interior centric transportation design project mm. i should state as well that even though there was more room for all these amenities it kept the same average footprint as a and as, as an existing semi-truck mm. so it it all worked out very nicely
1: that's wild i'm kind of jealous to be honest <laughs> yeah, that was a good one wish i'd wish i had done something like that
0: thank you yeah. yeah, i, I appreciate through. it i liked that idea
1: how did it like, how did the project end up? Like, were you, are you satisfied with it at the end of the day? Oh, yeah. Are you can with how it finished?
0: Oh, yeah. I, it, uh, honest, honest to God, it worked out, like, exactly the way I, I could have hoped. Like, hmm. I, I, my my sort of thought process throughout the entire latter half of the semester was, like, well, I didn't do fucking winter stations and BRP and Project Arrow just to flake out now on thesis. <laughs> so I, I, just, I just, like i went fucking all out for the whole thing and uh i i saw some success from it which was uh, very nice
2: that's fantastic it definitely
1: paid off yeah because you won it you won a few awards with your project didn't you yeah at the thesis show yeah we didn't give you an award but okay. <laughs> Conflict yeah, I, I, wasn't hurt <laughs> wasn't
0: uh wasn't hurt by that at all
1: <laughs> we we liked your video there's <laughs> <Just> not enough
0: <laughs> yeah no i i get it but I, the video uh yeah it wasn't wasn't super great, it was a glorified slideshow, basically, and uh I
1: think that's what did it for us,
0: yeah, and uh not it, to it, rip on you or anything well no no, no no, like <laughs> it it needed work i i know that that's exactly <laughs> and and I mean. the people that nailed their videos like they are fucking they're really good, like
2: yeah that was yeah. i mean that was hard, i mean that was something we didn't even have to really or at least it was like last minute for us, i guess. I didn't even bother doing one because it was optional (laughs) i was like i'm fucking done but you know i guess that is kind of like a being the first year doing it is like a actual like you know um mandatory part i guess like i don't know making a video is difficult to be honest Mm. like yeah that's i guess that's why we were impressed with like the ones that actually did it like really really well i was like well holy shit it's actually a pretty cool video it's just boring (laughs) Like, you know? yeah because
1: you gotta you got you're conveying information right yeah and all that information you have in your head and it's like a slideshow where you can't just write everything down on a slide and expect people to read it mm-hmm. you got to be articulate yeah exactly not, again this this is not a bash of you and your, or you or your video at oh all. yeah but you could tell where people had put more effort in like people like yourself and mariah and Kristen, where they had put that effort into these videos that they had that they had done where they're telling a story and making a compelling theme around this not even an argument but it's like planet earth you're making nature nature's entertaining regardless but you're making the monotonous side of nature like a a flower growing very interesting Mm -hmm. you guys are doing the same thing with this where it's a topic that you yourself know so much about but everybody else external to you doesn't know or maybe they just don't really care because they for them to care they have to pay attention and that's asking mm-hmm. a lot
0: yeah it, it i sort of we had a time constraint uh, believe it or not a lot of people ended up breaking it dead. and like nobody <laughs> there was no repercussions of breaking this uh time constraint but like i think that the constraint was like two minutes so i sort of thought of it as like a like a, an extended elevator pitch mm-hmm. it's like okay how do i get all of this information out very in a very concise manner in a relatively short span of time yeah some people's videos are like seven minutes and i'm like yeah bro,
1: bro. <laughs> yeah we remember watching those it just took us like a like a whole day to watch everybody's <laughs> stuff and, and yeah. critique it and give it a
2: proper effort mm-hmm. i won't mention uh, names mostly because i actually don't remember which one it was but i do remember watching one with you and it was like we're looking at time like how long is this fucking <laughs> i
1: think christian's video was like five christians and a half or almost yeah. six
0: yeah months, I'm, I he months. he knows too I'm, I'm pretty sure he said that to me at one point he was just like yeah no like uh, like this is my project i have all this information that's really important that i need to explain in order for people to get my concept and i just want people to get my concept so fuck the time constraint <laughs>
2: that's a fair call you know to be honest
0: Fair yeah honestly like out. like honestly like yeah and like there were calls like that made like similar sort of calls like that made for all the different aspects of thesis just because of the circumstance like mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't do physical models because it's like what's the point no one's going to see it physically like yeah and like i don't it, it it was like fair like i don't know what the teachers were thinking but like my thought was like well, i mean fair game like fair play like <laughs> like mm-hmm. Yeah, all like everyone's points sort of made sense. Like everyone handled it a little bit differently.
2: Yeah, I took priority like why, in
0: different spots.
2: Yeah, like why spend yeah. the the time and the money doing that when you just spend it on like going further further into the the 3D model or the video or something like that? I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's still mandatory though, that right? That will have. Is it still sorry, work? was the was it making a model a physical model still mandatory?
0: Yeah, or... all those all oh, those sorry. people took the hit on marks. Wow. um okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah, like I mean, exactly right. It's like respect for just like making the decision to not do it and focusing on everything else. Like,
2: yeah.
0: uh, like for me, it, doing a model in my case was just a very, a very personal decision because I was, like I said before, I wasn't prepared to skimp out on anything. So I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? Like, I want to finish thesis the way I had intended to finish thesis when I started first year. Like. Mm-hmm. I want to do all the things. And so, like, out the gate, I was like, I'm doing a model. Like, I don't even care. I don't care if it's, like, I don't care that I'm doing my model in alias and can't 3D print shit. Like, I'm going to make my fucking model.
1: Oh, yeah, you wouldn't be able to print it because there's no thickness to anything. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to to add thickness, I
0: think. I I, I remodeled the cabinets on the inside and the wheels in SolidWorks and printed those. But everything else was made with, like, illustration board and pink foam and foam core and clay and everything
1: wow for you doing the model and putting in the effort and finishing it the way that you wanted to finish it when you started first year like from an important standpoint to you a as a designer but also b as a person who's paying all this money for this education how important was it for you to maintain that integrity to that like that you you made like an unofficial commitment then when you started first year that like i'm gonna Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go balls to the wall and do what i can to do my best yeah important was that for you to maintain that
0: Uh, i just it it was yeah it was super important to me because like i remember just being blown away by the thesis projects uh like because maybe it wasn't like exactly at the start of first year where i knew how i was going to do thesis but like I think later, it must have been after first year, I went to that graduating year's thesis show, and I was floored by these projects. Right, like these were incredible projects. Like, and I, I was like, I want to do that. I want to have that level of project. Like, and that meant doing all the things. Right, doing all the work, and I, I had to make that happen for myself. I feel like I wouldn't be satisfied if I didn't.
1: Mm like you would have left something on the table and not mm-hmm. put 100% into things.
0: Yeah, it's like if I if I didn't do a model, I'd, I would, I would have super regretted it. Like mm-hmm. it would have been easier to not do a model. <laughs>
1: you would have saved time, you would have saved energy, you would have saved money.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But the
1: importance the importance of doing the model and finishing it to like a level of fidelity that you're comfortable with and happy with. mm mm-hmm. Mhm goes far beyond the time savings that you would have had not doing it Mm -hmm. the the benefit greatly outweighs anything else yeah you know
0: yeah and and, uh it paid off in the end it seems because i ended up being one of the few to get into the rocket show and i got the prototyping award
1: yeah let's talk about that like (laughs) what was what was the rocket show experience like for you because i had my own experience with it and i wasn't Super jazzed about it, just due to things, but mm-hmm. this is what it is. You called me, I think. Actually, I think we had a phone call. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Back in like April or something.
0: Yeah. Or May. Yeah, because I was like kind of nervous, like because I was like, <sighs> this was like the last. So April twenty sixth was the final hand in for a thesis for Catherine and everybody. Um. That was, like, for marks. So we handed all our stuff in. You get your mark back. And then based on the marks, they gathered the short list of people who are going to be in Rocket or whatever. And then you have, like, they gave us, like, less than a week to, like, okay, make all of these changes because you're going to, like, modify all this stuff because you're going to be presenting this at the Rocket show. And then because everything's online, we had another due date i think like maybe 2 or 3 days after that due date for the humber website so i i i finished thesis for marks and all of a sudden i have to modify things for rocket and i have to modify things for the humber website and i was freaking out because i'm like god damn it i still have more work to do even though i'm technically done school
1: even though you're done <laughs> it's
0: like um so i think i called you cuz i was like okay like what's rocket like cuz like is it something that i i should be super super stressed about and the gist of that phone call was basically no and <laughs> <laughs> and like just like prepare a presentation like how how you would normally and just sort of talk about your project the way you would like there's don't nothing much else to, to care. It. yeah that's the other thing yeah just sort of like don't have like super high expectations sort of thing mm-hmm. and uh no, no like i ended up getting everything done for those due dates and uh did. you're a beast <laughs> and then i had like a month to chill because the actual rocket event wasn't until like the end of may and it went well i actually liked it more than i thought it w- more than i thought i would yeah there was like an online networking event which was kind of funny um they had like their like a few presentations at the beginning of that and they broke everyone out into breakout rooms i just okay. so happened to be put by default in the student lounge breakout room and there was nothing but Humber students in there and Humber faculty.
3: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was really nice actually. It was, so it wasn't exactly a networking experience, but like, it was nice no. to sort of like talk to these people in a very candid way, a very sort of like finished, oh, I'm done everything sort of way. And yeah, I think Ray Kwa was in there and Morna Gamblin was in there. There were the two faculty that were like managing that room.
2: Ray. Why does that name sound familiar do we know ray
0: he i don't recognize him to humber name. um and taught our year's second materials and manufacturing class
1: oh that's right
0: yeah super chill guy yeah. super nice guy yeah yeah like Someone's
1: we like Ray. Him before doesn't say because i've heard the name before i've heard the name ray qua before yeah don't remember where from maybe catherine maybe catherine was talking about
0: him. yeah he's he's part time faculty at humber now so his oh, yeah, his name man. is bound to be thrown around what's his background uh i can't remember he hmm. uh, he had uh, i remember like he said like he got pretty far in like one of one of like the yearly dyson competitions hmm. and like he had experience working with startups and had actually like a big hit with like a certain type of oled lamp that he, that this startup had developed which was actually pretty sick i can't remember what it was called but um yeah i, I don't know He he's a relatively young guy i don't, i i don't i don't i don't know <laughs> i can't remember
1: fair enough but he's he's rad that's that's the consensus of this conversation Is that yeah yeah he's cool he's, he's chill. He's rad ray oh, okay. gotta call him. rad ray qua if he ever comes on the podcast his name his nickname is rad ray i like <laughs> that rad ray qua Sounds
2: that's cool. sick
1: yeah cool, that's that's a power that's a power move of a name <laughs> big time so stephen what for you doing rocket and finishing thesis like a badass what was the most important lesson you learned from that experience like from january to the end of may
0: January to the end of May. And are we talking life lessons or like tips? Yeah, <laughs> e- either one. <or. laughs> yeah,
1: both. I guess
0: hmm. whatever. You,
1: whatever you got more out of, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, that is a solid question. <laughs> like, uh, well, not that. Not to say that I oh I didn't learn anything, uh, but uh no I I need to think on that. Um, I think like. Okay. I think i don't know
2: maybe for us, i think me and Dylan probably agree that second last semester specifically i think you do kind of le- get more like life lessons more than actual like school lessons i guess yeah i feel like because you're like going through something that's so fucking time consuming and stressful and like your whole life is devoted to it that like i guess you kind of mm-hmm. naturally develop some sort of life lessons because you're like kind of mm. figure out like if you're a type person who's gonna like stick with it or give up or go deeper mm-hmm. into it or just fucking lose your mind I don't know you know Yeah, I feel like kind of develop more of those type of lessons I feel like
0: yeah for sure looking back at it mm-hmm. uh, like uh, like one thing that I think I took from it was like I suppose you could say that like enjoy it while it lasts like and I know it's sort of a sad way of putting it but like like it sort of speaks to like do a project that you want to do and like uh, make the effort to sort of like collaborate with your friends in a school environment and like just like have fun with it you know uh because As stressful as it is in the moment, like, I'm, I fucking, like, looking back, like, as someone who's gone through the entire school system, Mm -hmm. like, elementary, secondary, and post-secondary, like, I look back and I'm like, I fucking loved school. Like, I, I, I yearn for those days, (laughs) like, already, and I'm only a few months out, like, it's, it's fantastic. So, like, yeah, just do your best do stuff that you like and like be present i suppose is my advice mm.
2: i think we, that's a good, we that's definitely good agree i think <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that we, like, we were just talking about that yesterday too yeah
1: or like on friday's episode i'm talking about how important it was to like be present in the work that you're doing in the moment and not worried about or not be like not letting yourself be consumed by the notions of where you should be in five, 10 years, you know, you could have finished thesis thinking I'm going to do this so that I can get a job working at Rivian or canoe doing Mm -hmm. eventually electric vehicle sleeper trailers. You know, that could have been your goal and you could have let that consume you. Yeah. Entirely. But then you wouldn't have been paying attention to what you're doing in the moment, paying attention to the, the, the collaboration that you have with your friends and your peers Mm -hmm. and for the like the the final goodbye video that was put together for the end of the thesis show, right? Props to you because you actually used a camera and you filmed it. And it <laughs> you framed yourself <laughs> and you filmed horizontally, whereas everybody else is on their freaking phone.
0: Oh, oh my God, goodness!
1: Crop this in, and it's like just their cheek and their nose, or I got to put a white border around it. So we put a white border around it, but you. You made like very, very concise comments in that video. Very, like very emotional. Like I felt that, you know. Oh, thank you. It definitely helps that Zach and I have been through the same thing. And like we've we've done the finishing school and then waking up the next day after the thesis show and thinking like, oh God, now (laughs) what? It's kind of like the day after you get, like you get divorced and then the divorce (laughs) is finalized in court and then you wake up the next day yeah not married anymore not that i've ever done that but (laughs) (laughs) not yet i don't know what to do now
0: yeah oh that uh, yeah i'll let you continue but that's a whole other topic like the transition from out of school to like work life uh that was
1: the end of my rant so
0: (laughs) (laughs) well one thing that i wanted to hit before we move on to that um you mentioned like having like a goal like working at canoe or Rivian or something like that mm-hmm. um, sort of related to that point Um, for anyone that's like, I don't know, listening to this and maybe they're like, I guess it's still early days of thesis. So th- this could apply to current fourth years and also any like third, second or first year students. Like I'll, sort of what I said before, it's like, do what you like, man. Like, mm-hmm. When I got into, like, auto, like, uh, I feel like a lot of people don't really say this, but it kind of floats around a bit where it's just like, oh, like, if I go into auto, I'm going to have nothing but cars in my portfolio. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, like, yes, you'll have a lot more cars in your portfolio. Um, But, like, I didn't give two shits about what my portfolio would look like at the end of fourth year. I, I was like... Like I, uh, I, I just want to do what I like now. Like, <laughs> and I, I took auto and never looked back. Right. And, and for, for cars specifically, like as long as you're putting a lot of thought into your designs and everything's well, well presented and well-planned and everything's meaningful and thoughtful, employers will recognize that. And like, they'll recognize that in a, I don't know, like a, any other product and they'll recognize it in a vehicle. Right. So like, no matter what you do, just put the effort in and it'll show. And yeah, like, uh, yeah, I, I didn't give a damn. <laughs> like, nice. I didn't give a damn about my like, how I had like, five good, like, automotive projects in my portfolio. Like, it's like, they're good projects. And I saw some success from the thesis show, I got into Rocket. And um, I was even like, really, really close to getting like an automotive job right out of school like so success can happen even though like you're doing auto or i don't know i'm repping auto obviously but like it it goes for anything (laughs) right it's like just do what you want do what you want don't think too much about the future like it'll it'll be what it is like
2: (laughs) exactly like i mean that was definitely one of those things that's like the whole vibe i think in school when you're whether it's the end of second year and you're picking for third year or beginning of third year and everyone's like yeah but if i do auto like i mean i was one of those people trying to recruit people you know anyone (laughs) i see sketching cars like you're fucking coming to auto come to auto fucking come to the dark side (laughs) they're like yeah but if we have like like you said like oh then our portfolio is just just gonna be cars or like there's always this like weird thing going around where people think like they wouldn't be able to get a job because employers don't like seeing cars in their Mm -hmm. portfolio or whatever right right all bullshit and like everyone was so worried about that final portfolio when you finish like fuck mm-hmm. it's gotta be like perfect or it can't have this or it can't have too much of this or because well you know the props are always like oh i should have a good balance between things and mm-hmm. you know and that was like i mean they'd fucking throw his name in but whatever seb that's why he mm-hmm. didn't do a car for his fucking thesis or any th- sort of transportation yeah you know like i told yeah. myself i'm like man i this is the reason why i got into the program i'm gonna do something with wheels for thesis right? yeah because that's what i enjoy and exactly i know he wanted to do that but he was scared because he's like well i need something big in my portfolio that isn't a vehicle mm. and then he ended up fucking going, doing something that i don't think he really cared that much about mm-hmm. right I don't think- all because he was hung up on that portfolio yeah.
0: piece right yeah that's too bad i i, I remember hearing i, I can't uh like uh i have no real evidence to back this up but i heard this from a, a peer at the time which was like early early thesis like early fourth year it's like someone had told me it's like oh yeah like like some industry people that like are familiar with the thesis show oh it, like have been saying that there's too many automotive projects and like, it's like the to their point <laughs> yeah it's like to their point an automotive project lends itself well to the full body experience requirements for the assignment. Mm -hmm. So like, it's sort of the easy way out in big quotation marks, like, cause like you pick a car and like you're set, but like, it's such horseshit. It's like, I mean, it all depends on the quality of the project, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, if you design a, like a, a shit product, and someone else designs a fucking phenomenal vehicle, they're going to look at that vehicle as a better project, despite it being a, a vehicle. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah. Again, I remember,
2: again, not to mention his name, but the one I uh, was mentioning earlier with sketches uh, in <laughs> auto. I remember him Wonder saying exactly. to us in auto that, like, oh, he knows, like, I think he always like to brag that he knew, like, a previous graduated student. It was like graduated a few years before us. It's like great. So do most of us. <laughs> yeah. Or like <laughs> we that, go to
1: the same salary he had some
2: like feedback he had gotten from like future employers or whatever grad students. And like he'd always say to us like, Oh, employers don't like seeing auto projects in portfolios. It was like, like you're it. not gonna Correct. get a job if you have automotive stuffing portfolio i'm like first of all the why the fuck are you in auto because none of us want you here anyways and second yeah, of all they want you out. and second of all like is this just like an out because like your stuff shit like, like like what do you yeah. mean like why does that matter so much i'm like if like, anything, maybe they just don't like
1: seeing your automotive work because it is non-representative <laughs> of good design yeah in any way shape or form exactly
2: it's like if it's good design doesn't matter what it is like
1: yeah
0: exactly
2: employers should be able to see like something's designed properly and there's the appropriate amount of research that's gone into it and, and thought development and mm-hmm. know, detailed development and manufacturing and, you know, user everything, right. Every part of the process, if it's thought out, well, like doesn't matter if it's a car or it's a fucking, I don't
0: know, Yeah, exactly. Right.
2: Injection molded <laughs> mm-hmm. thing or, yeah. or a fucking shoe or a chair or whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. Like, just exactly.
0: Like, and, uh, something um it's something that i just want to add i am like really glad at at the end of uh, all of thesis or whatever it's like i I went through auto and i did an automotive project for thesis and like like i don't know i I got the awards that i got or whatever and like looking back i'm so glad that like i was i'm so glad that i got to rep auto in that way Yeah, (laughs) because no one no one else in my auto class Actually no, no. I was gonna say no one did a car. I think there was one other person that did an automotive project. Uh, uh, automotive or transportation? Um, there was
1: like some underwater scuba thing for people with. Oh automotive. right. I,
0: um. I guess. But I don't. Think I guess that one was transportation. There was another one that was automotive. Okay, maybe I'm wrong in that. I, I was. I was gonna say like, oh man, like yeah, no one else in my class did an automotive project, but like. No, some of them did, but regardless, I was uh I was able to rep auto, which makes me happy
1: <laughs> in a sophisticated way too. It's not like you did a a micro car or no. you didn't tackle an urban mobility <laughs> thing. Solution. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's, turn up. It's
0: yeah, like some like modified. I don't know. I, I saw like I think I feel like I've seen a few modified police cars.
2: Yeah, there was a few. I remember when we were in first year and second year, there was. Yeah. one two in each year that was like a, a police vehicle
3: mm-hmm.
1: police first res- first responders in general whether it's like a paramedic yeah like paramedic ambulance or a police unit or uh firefighting related vehicles we had some firefighting related projects but they were soft good projects yeah mm-hmm. in our year colton did a firefighting project mm-hmm. but you look at it's not that urban mobility isn't important, but it's so, it's been done so much. Yeah. And you already have an urban mobility project in your portfolio already. You already have the BRP thing. Yeah. So for you to go and take that another level above and do one of the largest forms of vehicular transportation that you can get without getting into like boats and airplanes and Air tanks tankers, and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> you've got you've got a semi sleeper truck and you modeled it in Alias and you did rad photoshop work mm. on it and you did rad sketches thank you big interior work yeah you did like the full gamut of the automotive design transportation concept like that whole thing of what that industry entails would have been dope to do like a one fifth scale clay model though.
0: Oh, I, I, th- I, I thought <laughs> that'd just, just be big. I, I thought about it. I, I was like, I could conceivably do that, but uh, no, that would take so much time.
1: Donated would that clay. have been passable as a as a model instead of doing like the cutaway that you did?
0: Uh, I feel like uh, they would
2: probably say no, but like that'd be the biggest bullshit. It's like if I <laughs> did a clay a uh, one fifth clay model. actually. should be. It, it would have been super sick
0: it. to do. And, I mean, if I pulled it off correctly, I'm sure it would have been fine. But, like, um, the challenging part was that I had to show the interior. Because that was the more important part, right? And making sort of, like, that huge concavity out of clay would be rather difficult.
2: (laughs) I wonder if you could, like, split it if, like, one side was just open and one side was where the clay was. But, like, again... Yeah, I I thought about that uh, for a little bit. It would be pain in the ass though. i was great. like what
0: if i like just like created like a super rough buck of just the half the exterior and just slathered that with clay but like
2: yeah
1: still not nah. uh, the <laughs> other half <it> <laughs> yeah, be the... A thing and you could have it on a lazy susan and it would turn
0: yeah that's yeah. what i was thinking but 3D I was like,
1: print the entire other half oh, yeah it'd still
2: be kind i uh, mean I, I, I had community these community.
0: thoughts but uh like and, i mean i'm not gonna act like my model is fucking perfect it's far from it but uh like you're uh, perfect Oh, thanks bro um uh, uh, but and i wasn't prepared to make my model that like perfect i was like because like i mean i had dedicated myself to making a model and i wanted to do it well and i think i did um but i mean just because of like all the work involved in the fact that i wasn't 3d printing everything i, I knew it was going to be low fidelity so like mm-hmm. uh, so yeah I just, I just sort well. of I, I had the thought it's like okay like i'll I'll do it out of mostly, like, illustration board, and that'll just be it. Like, I'm not going to spend time dwelling on it too much. Yeah. Because, yeah.
2: The act of doing it was the most important part. Yeah. Well, under the circumstances as well, you didn't, to do, like, a fifth-scale fucking semi-track, you'd need, like, two That's of huge. the fucking clay room desks. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Yeah, what would be a comparable size? Like, is that, would maybe, like, one-eighth or one-tenth be more appropriate?
0: Tenth, maybe. Probably well, actually, I think my my schematics were 14th scale and they could fit onto 11 by 17 page. So maybe 12 if we're going a little bit bigger.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 12. Like an 8 yeah, scale. 8 scale right. would be pretty big still, but it'd be pretty sick.
0: Yeah, it'd be pretty dope. That
1: gives you more opportunity for detail, though, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: At the end of the day. To be mm-hmm. honest, it's like, like we learned, like I'm sure if you guys do in the speed form, it's a lot easier doing bigger things in clay. Yeah. Like it takes more time, but it's for the details, it's so much fucking easier. Than doing well some little it. mini thing. So that was mm-hmm. one thing like that bad. That was the thing I Ken and like Bruce always told us when we were doing like the speed form. And they were like, don't worry, it's it's actually easier doing something bigger in clay. And we're like, Are you sure about that? <laughs> and it was <laughs> kind of easier.
0: It, it's a lot more of a job to apply the clay. Oh god. Oh god, that took me like three days. Yep. <laughs> or four days.
1: Straight come to th- just for the speed form or the or your no, car, no, this is the car. Oh my gosh,
0: yeah, it's I didn't do the speed form, I was in flight. BRP, yo.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, you did like a
0: seat, yeah, I made a played. seat like <laughs> that was like maybe five inches long.
1: <laughs> well, hey, you still did it,
0: yeah. Catherine did. looked at it when I finished it and she was like, That's not your seat, is it? And I'm like, I-, I sat there and I was like, There's no way I'm gonna redo this, so I just held it up to her. I was like, Damn right, it is. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just throw it at her. It's like, yes. <laughs> what do you want? This is what do you scene. want with it?
2: <laughs> Man, um, come to. You th- did thi- Sorry to go for Come to think of, I feel like I was the only one that did an automotive thing for thesis. Other than I, I think Colin did like the what was it a food truck? Essentially, Colin apparently did a food truck, but I
1: have a hard time believing that came to any sense of reality at the end of yeah. it. Yeah. Other than that, I don't um, think anyone else
2: did. Actually, I guess John technically had wheels, but I don't know if I would say it's John all had orders. wheels. I had wheels, but that's less of a... V-
1: I'd say that's less of a vehicle still. Evan did have an autonomous package delivery service, though, for urban areas. Yeah, but, yeah, but was... I was saying for auto kids. Oh, for auto kids? Yes. Right. You are. I don't know no one else really, really doing anything. Not I finished. think John's is more of more equipment focused kind yeah. a vehicle. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. His model is pretty fucking nice, though.
1: Yeah, it's because he paid like fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> and got the entire thing three D printed. Yeah, and it looked beautiful. I would love like but there's also a that's an lift, thing about yes. thesis, is the 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 monster scale of these crazy three D printed parts and like you're putting together this puzzle. Ah. Uh, For me, that was the super attractive part, and I'm like, oh, that's why I wanted to make a big model so that I could. Mm-hmm. For myself, putting all these things together, it did shoot shoot me in the foot, but okay. yeah, it still worked awesome. out,
0: though. Well, still if, worked out. if you plan it well in CAD, then uh, assembling it should be. Like... Yeah, I didn't
2: plan it well in CAD.
0: Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <So> <laughs> probably, you're like, oh, I'll just CAD it just because I want to get it done. I don't
2: want to CAD anymore. And then you go to print something and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> all this these doesn't shortcuts. work.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I shouldn't have modeled this to one-to-one scale and then shrunk everything down on the printer. Oh, man. The mistakes
0: oh. i uh I, thankfully doing mine in alias um i made a crucial mistake i th- I thought i had um uh scaled mine correctly uh to like be like model size because i mean like i wasn't gonna 3d print it so it didn't really matter in the end
3: yeah.
0: but uh i found out ooh, like maybe 80 percent of the way through the model that it was like maybe this big like an inch long like oh. or something like that it was like really fucking small but i was like you know what? Thank design. God I'm not printing, <laughs> yeah, no <key laughs> because I blew it up in uh, Keyshot or whatever for the renders. I just like made the environment super small, and it all worked out.
1: <laughs> not bad. Yeah. Did you render that in Keyshot, like your yeah. like, all the stuff that appears on your banners and everything like that?
0: Yeah, the, all that's Keyshot, and then I did some pretty heavy mods in uh, Photoshop.
1: Really? Because it looks like. I mean, you can tell it's an Alias model for some reason. Just looking at it, you can tell that it was done in Alias. It's and all Solidworks. smooth. It's super yeah. smooth. <laughs> but it, like, I don't know how you got that finish in Keyshot. Ah, uh, like it looks. It looks just like hyper glossy. It looks like it came out of out of an Alias <laughs> rendering engine. I don't, and, and Alias doesn't even have a rendering.
0: Engine. I can't remember like the exact material i used it was just some like metallic like paint or something like that i don't know like That's so weird yeah it was uh well, worked out it. though
1: yeah. <laughs> and you did mention earlier that you had the potential to get an automotive job when you finished school the potential that? yeah potential
0: <laughs> oh
1: right oh
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Okay, oh my god you. i I'm really glad you got that. Would have made me look like an idiot, but that not smart no nah, that was a uh, yeah, that's absolutely the case. Um I don't remember I don't know the exact series of events, but um there was a company based in New Brunswick, a vehicle design startup called Potential motors and um I guess at some point they had reached out to Brad Bradley State uh who had won the uh winner yeah the, the winner of the brp competition and he was doing his internship at brp at the time and i guess they contacted him being like hey like we have this project we want like we were we were wondering if you wanted to be involved because you're a designer dude and
1: uh i was like no i'm already at brp yeah it, exactly right
0: so my name got thrown into the ring by him because he knew i was an auto and i'd done a truck for thesis or whatever and i had an interview with them it went okay and um they had me do like a test assignment to be like okay where are your skills at and uh they basically wanted me to design the entire interior of this vehicle in like less than a week yeah. which was a bit stressful
2: but uh, yeah it was <laughs>
0: yeah it was stressful because i was going basically from no ideas to a relatively refined concept yeah um uh, but it was, yeah, it was familiar territory, so I, I was able to do it. And, uh, oh, it was due the day after the rocket event, by the way. So I was, like, prepping for the presentation <laughs> for that oh, and doing this design stuff. So that's uh, timeline for you. It's, like, late May. And, um, uh, yeah, no, I, I almost got it, but they, they ended up going with a guy that had more engineering experience. And I was like, well, fair enough.
1: <laughs> do you know who that rocket is? Uh,
0: I don't, no
1: you probably find that on linkedin though so that have to do some. Oh, yeah. going Searching.
0: to be <laughs>
2: practical i think is the word i'm going to say
0: <laughs> <laughs> i uh i was kind of glad though that i didn't get it like i wasn't super bummed about it like just because like i was that r- I was, I was right out of school and i was like you know what it gives me a chance to enjoy my summer a bit like i i decided to not like stress myself out too much about finding a job like right away so I was I I didn't really look for jobs at all. And uh so I was I was just chilling, doing nothing, wondering what to do with myself.
1: Mm, that's not bad.
0: Yeah, it was okay. Is there
1: is there a prospect of you ending up at a company that does automotive work in the future? Like to throw Rivian and Canoe out there, those are easy names, but you also don't know who else could show up in the next five years
0: sorry you're like, asking any... that like it like would i do that
1: yeah is that a is that a career path that you would go down
0: yeah like uh i've uh i've always had the i've had this thought for a while like going through school where it's just like some people go through school and they're like i want to design cars i want to design shoes i want to design apparel or something like they have like a, a specific product in mind i never really had that i, I was my, more like as long as I'm designing a product that someone can like enjoy and that's sort of like helpful and meaningful in some way, then it doesn't really matter what it is. Um, So like that being said, like uh, all avenues are open for me still. Like I have a job now and I'm, I'm liking it so far, but like down the line, like, yeah, I'd work for an automotive company still. I'd, I'd work for anybody as long as they're doing good work
1: and they're paying you.
0: Yep. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a plus.
1: <laughs> what are you doing now?
0: I'm working at a company called Prager New form Inc. Prager. Yes, Prager.
2: Like, like, like the short form for pregnant. I, I knew you what were you're going to say. What I'm I say. Say. <laughs> as soon as as soon as you said the name, and I saw your face go. Hmm. I was like, oh, he's gonna not, fucking say it now. Not, not
0: exactly. It is P R A G E R. No, was it prager oh, Yeah, okay. Pregger. I, I think it is. It might be A R. I can't you remember. Imagine but... if
1: you mess up your employer's name on a live podcast. That'd be <laughs> terrible. Like, sorry, Stephen,
0: New Newform Pregger or something, something like that, something like that. Yeah, it's uh, but um, there? they um, we design uh retail store fixtures and displays. Okay. So like, it can be something as as simple as like a shelving unit and like a retail store. Or it can be more involved, like, um, like a point of purchase display. Like, I don't know, you walk a Best Buy or something and it's like, oh, look at this entire line of new headphones or whatever. And it's all fancy and lit up. We do stuff like that too. And we'll get into more specified projects as well. Like stuff that's a bit more like private and like, and, uh, I believe, um, one of their talking points, uh. Uh, they, they attended a Humber networking event at one point, and one of their biggest projects at the time was that they designed the podium that held, um, like, the NBA trophy when the Raptors won.
1: Oh, cool! Oh, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Wow.
0: And uh, uh, so, uh, so yeah, that's that's where I am. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Do you like it
1: so far? Yeah, it's great. After what, like, a few weeks?
0: Yeah, I just finished my second week. That's very recent. <laughs>
1: But you're enjoying it so far. Yeah. Good culture, good people.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great people.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. What's a day in the life like of a Prager employee?
0: Well, right now it's like, uh, right now it's like CAD work, like that sort of thing. But like, it's, it isn't like, it doesn't feel stagnant like how, I don't know, maybe a student would imagine like CAD work being. Like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm doing projects, I'm building parts and assemblies and doing technical drawings for manufacturing. And But I'm constantly being fed different things to do. Like, oh, okay, this guy needs this thing. Take a break from that, do this. Make sure to get this done later. Like, so there's always stuff going on. And I'm like, I'm not super, super involved yet, but like I'm, the other people in my department, like I can hear them talking to, like, I can he- I can hear them talking and they're talking to like, their bosses and they're talking to sales people they're talking to clients and the production people like they're really involved and they're really at the core of like the the design and the production of things and um so uh so yeah it's it's been it's been great so far
1: that's awesome good to hear yeah you. that's awesome nice and pre-long rant you mentioned talking about the transition from school ah uh, yes
0: to yes
1: You want to unpack that a little bit? Yeah.
0: Oh, man. It It was... I couldn't turn off my school brain, like, the week after. (laughs) If we're talking, like, maybe the week after Potential Motors, which was, like, the week after Rocket as well. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I I would, like, wake up in the morning and, like, make myself a coffee and then walk right back into this office where I'm sitting and then realize, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I have nothing to do. And And I would, like, be like, what am I doing? Like, ugh. Like, I what? I have all this time. (laughs) It's like, and like, throughout the summer, I I, it was like, simultaneously, like, well, not simultaneously, like, uh, some days, it would be like the most euphoric feeling ever. It's like, I got nothing going on. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Uh, But other days, it was extremely depressing. Like, like, holy crap, I would have super shit days sometimes being like, I feel totally inept, and like useless. And it was, it was a bit of a roller coaster, not going to lie, but like, uh, no, uh, in, in, in retrospect, the break was needed. I feel like if I jumped right into work, like right after school, I, I I would have regretted it. So I'm glad I got to enjoy my summer.
1: Hmm. What do you tell yourself on those days where you're feeling inept, where it's like, or now you have a job so you have something to do Mm -hmm. but when you didn't and you're kind of just rolling off of your own perceived intrinsic motivation what do you tell yourself to not be a depressed sad boy
0: uh i usually just try and like reassure myself that it's like okay like i not it's not like things are going to shit you know it's like Mm. I'm I'm still living with my parents. So it's like all that financial sort of situation is like handled. I'm living in a nice area. I got good friends to hang out with and I just finished school. I have a degree now and like life's good, right? It's like, mm-hmm. and it's okay to take a break. Like, mm. uh, like I was, I was go, 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 especially in the last two years of school, especially because like there was BRP and first semester auto, and like immediately into arrow throughout entire summer that finished right before I started the fourth year. Then I was thesis. Like I was constantly on and I was, I was tired. So like I I would have to reassure myself and just be like, listen, like, like you don't have to be go, go, go all the time. That's not how normal people like live their lives. It's like, Mm -hmm. so yeah, uh, some days would still suck, but like they I'd just tell myself like, listen, it's not all bad. Like yeah. and uh the creative break was was needed.
1: Did you notice a difference in your own performance as a designer post break?
0: Uh yeah, a bit. Uh, well, I'm, if we're talking about Prager, like I hadn't used SolidWorks <laughs> since like third year like maybe oh yeah
1: because I did everything in alias
0: yeah and i did everything in alias and also i just took auto so like we didn't do much cad work in it so it, it was probably like maybe around brp time where I, last time i used solidworks and it was like wow. and i didn't even do it for brp i did it for some other smaller project mm-hmm. so like cool. my skills there were definitely lacking um i haven't been able to do much sketching so i don't know but i i, I know that's probably tanked as well I, like <laughs> It's actually funny because right out of school, I was making a semi-reasonable habit of just doing like sketches or drawings like a couple times a week, three times a week or so. And uh I would do like slower, more like art drawings as well, mm-hmm. just to sort of exercise that part of my brain as well. As soon as I got the job at Prager, I was just like, fuck everything. Like I'm mm-hmm. I I'm I got a job secured, I'm set, I'm just gonna like like i like i felt so much better about taking breaks because i actually had a like a, a something set up for life you know and uh i ended up clocking like over 100 hours into a video game and like it's like oh my god chilling the fuck out like <laughs> so yeah basically saying that yeah i i haven't sketched in a hot minute
1: <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a simple way of saying my sketching skills have done, gone incredibly downhill
3: yeah
1: a game was it i mean that happens with everybody yeah, mm-hmm.
2: what, was. what was the game?
0: Uh, it's called Xenoblade Chronicles. Mm. I know I'm I'm the fucking coolest kid, right? No, oh, you are wow. Xenoblade Chronicles.
2: No, oh, I think. Gosh. Did you find like? Do you think that was, you know, really tough after finishing school? Like feeling guilty because you weren't doing something? Because like, yeah, almost, I, like, I felt that. Right, where you feel like you you got so used to like. How school works where you'd feel guilty if you weren't like fucking i don't know doing something in your sketchbook or whatever right every like free time yeah. where you're sitting there not doing something you're like man i should be like you know doing a sketch in the sketchbook or f- doing more into this project whatever and then when you're done and you're like well you want to feel guilty to like take a break i think that's yeah. why like because i totally agree like i think like i mean even you dylan like Took a fucking break after school and it kind of did nothing for a little bit. I think a lot yeah. of people did because it's like, especially after thesis, like you're just like you said, just go 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 on all the time. Mm-hmm. Take a fucking break before you just implode, right? So like yeah, it was peak pandemic too. So and it was yeah, and the, in the timing process of
1: chilling out a bit, but right?
2: Still, but but it's like it still felt like kind of guilty.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like
2: I should be doing something, right? Which is like yeah. I think reason why a lot of people either don't take a break even though it's important or like just don't want to take a break because they're like well I don't want to feel guilty I don't want to feel like you know like oh the sketching Mm -hmm. skills are going to diminish or something like that right
0: yeah I I don't uh I don't claim to have had this uh it sort of felt like it on some days but I I never went to like a a doctor or anything yeah but um I found out about a thing called high functioning depression (laughs) which uh definitely exists it's like Mm -hmm. basically the idea of like yeah you can perform tasks you can check off things on a to-do to-do list and do whatever you need to do relatively normally but like you need to be doing something because as soon as like you get a break you're just like fucking like really 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 down on yourself sort of thing Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's applicable
2: (laughs) yeah oh completely do you think the ending the way it i guess you guys well, at least had like you guys had a rad video Yeah, a rad review but i think here. even <laughs>
3: yeah. um shameless plug pretty rad video invite
2: or surely i i do you think though like again they talk about ourselves again but like for us being in first year kind of the similar thing you're saying like you went to a thesis show and you're like whoa, like you know i can't wait to like do that mm-hmm. right make a model and do the thesis and like have the show and you know be dressed up with your friends and like showing off your work and all this shit, and then like not having that, because like, yeah, even having an online thing, it, it's great, but like it's not the same as having an in having an in person show, right? Mm-hmm. That final kind of like, um, what's the word like final closure? Yeah, closure. like a, like a final yeah. closure yeah, kind of law. thing to be with your friends, right? The people that you've spent fucking all nighters in the shop for like yeah. 4 years with, right? Like mm-hmm. because I think that also has something to do with it, right? Like oh, going yeah. from going from like 4 years of that to nothing.
0: Yeah, it's it's really really weird. And, and like on the note of like closure, I I feel like uh my year had it a bit nicer <laughs> than than your year unfortunately like for for better right. or for worse, like um uh, like Cause like, I mean, everything was online still, but like everything was more refined and like at the beginning of like second semester, especially like, i, I like, we all knew it's like, yeah, it's going to be online. Right. Mm-hmm. So like we, we all saw it coming. So like, it wasn't like a sort of the the rug wasn't pulled out from under us sort of thing. So I, I definitely had a great, I think like, a good sense of closure at the end. Like, I, uh, i'll be I'll be totally honest like I was sitting here like uh at sitting here attending the thesis show, and the call ended. I walked downstairs to uh my parents sitting in the family room my mom looked my mom like looked at me, and i fucking immediately started crying <laughs>
3: oh, really? yeah
0: I was like because I was just like sad that it was over, but like also like I knew I had done like the absolute Amazing thing. Yeah, I had done the absolute best that I could and I was like so just like you did hey, what you I, you I fucking you did it. it.
2: You, you did what you wanted to do back in first year. Yeah. Wow. wow.
0: Oh my god, I'm getting like <laughs> goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, I know
2: I know what you mean though. Like I I would say like I mean I talked about before. I've been upset with myself. I still kind of upset with myself the way I was in thesis cuz I kind of got to the point when everything kind of shut down, I was like, fuck this, you know, like I'm so mm. over it now. And like, I've mean, talked about before how like, I'm not happy with my thesis, it just still bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> and like, I, I definitely feel like I left law on the table and whatever. And especially the way it went ended, it was like, well, you know, once we handed stuff in, I was like, well, technically I'm done, right? And mm. now I'm just waiting for the fucking piece of paper to arrive to say that I have a degree. I don't wanna like make a little video of myself and put it on the website. I don't wanna put my work on the website. Like, I'm done. I'm done with these people, right? Right. And, like right. I was like I remember doing like the last all nighter working on like finishing putting my banner together. <laughs> and I was like on a fucking like Discord call with like Matt. Sean yeah, yeah. All night where we're both working <laughs> on our banners together and then like handed it in at like six in the morning, like everything and I went upstairs and my parents are just waking up and I'm like making a coffee and I'm just like standing there like, Holy fuck. Like I got nothing to do anymore. Like it's over kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I, I it, I'm like, it's an emotional thing, right? Like it's, Oh yeah. Again, like the people you yeah. spent all that time with and all the fucking stressful fucking effort you put into everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, uh,
0: it's fucking over. uh one thing that i i kind of hated as soon as i fin- finished everything was like my family being like doesn't it feel great to have nothing to do <laughs> and no. immediately afterward i'm like no <laughs> it, yeah, feels it feels terrible like what am i doing with my life you know like it's it was it's a very bizarre feeling like just going from literally like just like all the things to nothing yeah mm-hmm. yeah it, it's it's nuts
2: you get to use to the designer mindset, the student designer mindset, where you're like always yeah. doing something, right? Like, and you just kind of get used to like always being busy and having no time, no free time. Mm-hmm. And then when you do have free time, it feels weird. It feels guilty. It feels like I want to be doing something. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah,
0: you
1: need to. It's oh, yeah. to in order to be yeah productive and functioning. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just existing, and that's lame
0: yeah you can't just exist you can't
1: just
2: exist well that's like <laughs> it's not that's kind of like an interesting thing that like me and dylan were talking about the other day of like the whole like work-life balance thing
0: mm. i'm gonna run to the washroom by the way i'll be right okay. back okay all right
2: <laughs> and i i remember i saw telling dylan the other day of uh this little like short clip from like the future youtube channel mm. i don't know if you've heard of them it's like christo this bald asian guy or whatever he's a Insanely talented, like started this whole like, you know, design media kind of company and does a lot of cool lesson stuff. And it was like this uh, short clip of
0: sorry, what was his name? Chris Doe. Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah. I didn't know he had a channel. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's called like the future. They have a the future just without an E. And they have like tons of YouTube uh videos and they do like podcasts and stuff like that. Really, really cool stuff. And it's like a short clip and there's this woman talking about like, you know, um like there's one about like making sure you like kind of spend time on yourself. Mm-hmm. But there was also a, a one talking about like work-life balance and whether mm-hmm. or not like can that not meet can like does it have to be a balance? Like, do you have to have free time? Like, because everyone says, like, oh, work-life huh. balance is really important, right? It's healthy. I think most people would agree that it's a healthy thing. Mm-hmm. But does it have do you have to have actually have a balance to to have it be healthy
0: if, uh, his his take on work-life balance okay yeah
2: we're we're back into it now yeah, we're back into it after a mild little slight <laughs> uh, like technical
0: technology. difficulties there but we're we're making it work
2: yeah just as you were coming back from the bathroom i was saying you know i think we were talking about the other day of the work-life balance how everyone kind of just agrees that, like well yeah a good work-life balance is probably healthy Right, mm. but does it have to be a balance to be healthy? Like, mm. if you're doing something that you're really passionate about, yeah. and what you love to do, then like, do you actually need to take a break from that to yeah. to be happy with it? And I think that kind of goes back to what we we're just talking about of like, you know, I'd always talk to my friends outside of the program while while I'm in Humber and be like, you know, I'm doing all this stuff. You know, it's like a project every week. You know, you're present, you're presenting every week, all this stuff. And they'd be like, "That's like, hold up, that's a that's a fucking lot. You're doing like two all nighters a week." And I'm like, "Yeah, maybe that's like on my time management, but also, yeah, <laughs> there's just a lot to be doing, right?" And it kind of just felt normal to say it. Like people would be like, "Crazy, be like, why are you like doing all this shit?" Or my parents would be like, "Why are you doing all nighters all the time?" I'm like, A, I suck at time management. And B, like I kind of <laughs> like it, right? Like you just get yeah. used to it. And then now, like when you get out of, you finish, and you're just like you feel like you should be doing something and then someone's like no take a break and you're like well yeah but like what if i don't need a break
3: Mm
2: -hmm. right like to us like stepping away yeah stepping away from a big project and doing just some sketching a sketchbook that's kind of a break (laughs) yeah uh, you don't need and doing nothing nothing is like freaky
0: yeah and that's
2: where we start shutting down right that's where it gets weird
0: yeah I, i guess it all sort of depends on what you enjoy how you enjoy spending your time right because i mean if right. like as designers we're told to sketch uh and if you enjoy sketching on your free time then it then uh, you're spending your free time well and also getting better at your craft simultaneously mm-hmm. so it's a it's a big old win-win
1: two birds with one
0: stone yeah kind of a scenario
2: yeah i thought but it was interesting right yeah it's like you know like it's just kind of this like unwritten rule. That I guess people just accept it. Like, Oh, you, you have your work and then you have your life mm-hmm. and like, you got to balance the two. You don't want the two like intersecting each other. And that's the healthy, that's the healthy model. But it's like, but if, why can't it be both? Why can't it be the same thing? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, kind of thing. for sure. Which I think fault is very accurate to us. <laughs> what we do. And yeah, those two things can exist. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And everyone
1: has a different concept of what balance is. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. If you know? favor your work over your family, then uh, <laughs> perhaps you, you would lean balance. more toward work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. But even like <laughs> working 40 hours a week could be someone's max. You know, mm-hmm. you may not be able to take any more time than that. Conversely, someone else may work 40 hours a week at a regular job and then work another job on top of that for 20 hours. And for them, that's like a nice balance of I'm doing enough, I'm supporting my family, but I'm also keeping myself busy. But I'm not bummed about the fact that I'm working two jobs. I I almost enjoy it. I enjoy going to place A, doing my stuff, and then going to place B and doing my stuff. Mm-hmm. It's what I feel like I need to do. And to say that you need work-life balance in general prescribes like a right or wrong mentality that if you're not balanced, you're doing something wrong. But like perfection or the concept of perfection or the concept of difficulty, it's different for every single person. Like what's hard for you, Stephen, is hard for you. And what's hard for me is hard for me. What's hard for Zach is hard for Zach. Mm -hmm. It's not like what's hard for... Stephen is easy for Zach, or vice versa. It's not that it's a. It's not like it, there's one thing that you can measure it off of. It's all so different, right? Mm-hmm. And at least knowing that helps, kind of chill your brain out a bit from freaking out and overthinking and stressing yourself out unnecessarily. Yeah,
0: yeah. Being I like, think yeah. being like, "Oh, I suck at everything," but it's like, no, nope. <laughs> like it's like Nick, like, you're just good at some things and. This guy on Instagram is good at his thing or whatever, but you're good at other things, right? You might not be the proficient sketcher that he is, but you got skills too.
1: Yeah, maybe I also don't know do. how long he sucked for. Exactly. Yeah. At his craft. Yeah. Or getting perceivably perceived goodness. Mm hmm. Just because what you see online,
2: like that could have taken him 10 hours. That could hours have been his like do. 374th sketch. Of doing yeah. that same thing.
0: Yeah, honestly. You don't know.
2: You
3: don't know. Right.
1: You don't know. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a very tricky thing that should be talked more about. And Zach and I have talked about this at great length before because it is an important thing that not many other people are talking about. Mm-hmm. Especially around the whole, especially with not just within design or in the field of industrial design, but creativity in general yeah it's why like you see people like youtubers taking breaks because they've set themselves these standards of need to be doing this, have this video this week and blah 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 or a minimum amount of videos a week
3: then mm-hmm.
1: eventually they realize that that's not sustainable, but they're forcing themselves to live to that standard, but th- that standard may work at some point in your life, but as a human being, you grow and evolve and change, and that's not going to be the same all the time
0: oh yeah the other. yeah you know? i'm trying to uh think of a clever way to segue into instagram and social media because i know we were oh, saying yeah. before yeah we want we you to say <laughs> <that. laughs> yeah it, it, because uh well i suppose you did mention taking breaks Um uh, mm-hmm. i'm taking my own Kat. version of a break i've te- have a Kit and have <laughs> a Kit Kat. yes exactly uh sponsor but uh yeah i've I've uninstalled, not uninstalled, I've deactivated temporarily my Instagram account because it's like, yeah, I was, oh, wow. sorry?
1: Wow, like de- deactivated it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the account still exists. I can activate it like, well, that's a story in and of itself, but like basically deactivated means I didn't delete it, right? Okay. So the account still exists, but I won't show up in like search results or anything like that. People can't message me. And um, uh, yeah, no, I was... I was getting too addicted. <laughs> I was getting sort of tired of like just sitting there scrolling and I never got too down on myself with regards to like seeing other people's amazing sketches or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it affects you to a degree where it's just like, man, I'm seeing all this fucking professional work and I'm just literally doing nothing scrolling through my phone. So yeah, I, I was just like, nah, I, I need to stop this. And uh, yeah, I, I deactivated. what I did was, I've I have terrible willpower, it seems because I've uninstalled the app before, but I've just like reinstalled it for whatever reason. Um, this time, I got a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, to uh, make up a random password. and then mm. she gave it to me temporarily just so I can change my password to that. and then I and then I deactivated my account and I made sure that she had that password written down somewhere, and then I threw away my copy and i've wow. and i've basically forgot so she has my account in her hands basically and i can't get back oh, on she
1: could wreck your life
0: yeah she she conceivably <laughs> could <laughs> which is why it's my uh, my dearest friend that's doing that is this old
1: mate that you went downtown with a couple days ago that i was not creeping on snapchat at all perhaps jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> i mean when i say creeping on snapchat i was simply watching you were sending me you sent me Snapchats of it. That's I, 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 I did. <laughs> I did. I was going
0: to say, like, how, how could you possibly creep on Snapchat?
1: Oh, you have. I had my ways. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I, I, just I, at I did. Google Earth
2: location. For, uh, <laughs> oh, for that
0: friend, real quick, that may or may not be listening to this, all I simply did was send some Snapchats to Dylan, and that's it <laughs> 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 of that yeah, day. That's all. That's all yes that is all good
1: will 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 she listen to this would is this the type of like a supportive thing that she would do to support you is listen to something like this
0: she'll probably say oh wow that's nice that you're on the podcast and then like uh, I'll, I'll bring it up later and then sure. she'll be like oh I, I still haven't listened to that yet and
1: <laughs> dude that's how everybody that's what <laughs> uh, yeah i know on.
0: it's uh, i don't expect people to listen to my episodes really i tell them <laughs> i'm on because it's it's dude you so- have
1: one of the you're you're in the top five of our most you're like the fifth what? most popular episode that we've had. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Really? I yeah. wonder if that's me. Like I, I've listened to it a few times. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: that, maybe. I love that. Still, hey, it doesn't matter. Fuck, Still, oh, that means listened to it like a bunch of times. Let's get
0: let's get this one to number one then. Yeah, you just
1: gotta send it to all your friends and family. Yeah. Did your parents listen to the pre- the previous episode?
0: I don't even know. I I thought they must have, but uh, I don't, they never spoke to me about it. I know my brother did.
1: Oh yeah, what'd your brother think? Or did he have any comments on it?
0: He was like, nah, he, he I got the impression that he understood a little bit more about where I was coming from with regards to my workload, which was nice. Oh okay. That's fair. <laughs> so he was like, Yeah, it was very sort of insightful. And I'm like, that's good.
1: Very sort of insightful. Yeah, it's like not very insightful,
0: yeah. not sort of insightful. I asked him. Important. Yeah. I asked him, I was like, Did I come across well? And he's like, Yep. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> yeah it's like
1: confidently mediocre yes at best all i need to
0: do is just For say yourself, some smart sounding yeah. things and then we'll get enough clips to use and then
1: yeah that's true we're exactly. set to go still have a bunch of clips from your old episode episode 74
0: episode 74 <laughs>
1: oh God. it's so weird how long ago that
2: was yeah, yeah. A time,
0: right? i want to i want to hit on something um okay. another thing that i've been trying to sort of sneak in but i haven't had a chance to oh the, just of, I have sneak the in. topic House of connections already oh yeah industry connections and things um you know i I wanted to bring this up because like uh perhaps this could be a a a tip for uh, any humber students or in design or otherwise um just like when i was going through school i fucking hated the idea of like i hated hearing those words like networking and connections and all that sort of stuff. linkedin and like especially in third and fourth year when you start to hear it a lot more it's like because like i'm not much of a I'm not much of a conversation starter. I find it very difficult and intimidating to walk up to a stranger. That's like a professional and try and strike up a meaningful conversation quickly. It's just not something I'm good at. Like I talk in circles in my day-to-day life anyway. Like I'm not good at like, I'm not that fluent. Um. So like, I like, I, I attended networking events because I, my friends were going and I just sort of felt like I had to. And like, I could always ask them like give me the spiel about your company sort of thing. But like mm-hmm. I hated it, man. Like I hated connections, but like uh, but at the same I've grown to sort of love hate connections because uh, it turns out that they've helped me out quite a bit in the past year. Like being uh, being connected with Brad like got me that potential motors opportunity and the entire reason I'm working at Prager Newform now is because I have a buddy that works there. Oh really? Like he got me, like he, my buddy shouted to Darian Bloomfield. Thank you for basically getting me the job. Darian Bloomfield. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was a, yeah, he, he's great dude. Solid CAD guy. He was like the CAD guy of our year. And, uh, he attended a networking event with me and he spoke to the people at Prager there and got his internship there. And oh, wow. it was just one of those situations where like he, uh, he got hired basically right away. Uh, they gave him a break uh, for a portion of fourth year so he can do his thesis. And he's working there now. And so he was working there full time, like right out of school and their company uh, is expanding the, so they were like, we need more like people in our engineering slash design department. Do you know anyone that might be interested? And my name was thrown into the ring. And I was oh. I was like first in line, basically. I had an interview, went well. Like I, I didn't even make first contact. Like they emailed me. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so like connections have been very useful for me um, despite how much I don't like networking. But I suppose the lesson here is that uh, for anyone listening that's like a student, like, like your friends are your connection to are mm-hmm. your network too, right it's like, um, like, there's something to be said about just like, being kind and yourself, and like, just like a good open, open to the idea of meeting people and just being yourself in your day to day life, because the people around you that like, <laughs> like, you aren't like, connecting with, you know, in like a professional sense they're a part of that network and they'll help you out like just be yeah just be a good person and do good work and people will remember you and your friends will recommend you to jobs and things so networking in the broader sense isn't that hard so uh yeah i don't know i've i don't know where i'm going with this at this point but just be a good person
1: (laughs) mic drop walk off stage that's how you that's (laughs) That's good advice though mic drop (laughs) it
2: is very good advice i remember like man one of sandra's classes it was entrepreneurship i think and we had like a little project where we had to like make a linkedin account to do something
1: (laughs) oh yeah and i was
2: like man i'm deleting this right after this project's done i couldn't be bothered and then like randomly on linkedin i started connecting with like obviously people in our year and then, like, randomly connected with, like, some, I don't know who the first one was, but it was, I think it was, like, some, oh, it was some guy that I'd, uh, who was doing an automotive, translation Masters, that I saw on Instagram. And I loved his work. And I connected with him. And then I saw he was connected to all these, like, other people in, like, his year and other schools. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then they were connected to, like, actual car designers. And I'm like, oh. like i don't know what i'm gonna do with it if i connect with them but at least i'm connected with them i was like oh okay maybe this is actually kind of cool and then i'm like i see the power of linkedin yeah it's still a bit weird i'm the same as you i'm like i'm pretty freaking shy so it's hard for me to like walk up especially professional and be like yeah "Uh, so like tell me about your company or something it's like i don't know what to talk to you about like
0: give me a job please i'll do anything day in the life like
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's tough right yeah yeah especially in a especially in a really professional setting where you're like especially in school and like all the every teacher's like breathing down your neck like be professional be professional be professional and you're like man i'm trying to like be as professional as possible and like i'm nervous because this is like a potential employer or whatever so it's hard to to hard to bring it up but yeah i I think as time goes on you start seeing like the importance and the power of it Mm -hmm. like you said like even like people you went to school with your friends or whatever and you're like you know an opportunity comes up and they recommend you or you recommend them or they know someone and then you connect with them and then actually you know you have this like awesome little fucking tree of yeah people that are good at lots of different things and then like you're you're kind of set right
0: yeah yeah absolutely
2: it's a little bit weird though i don't think yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i'm not LinkedIn, totally I, I, I,
0: yeah i'm not totally used to it either like i don't use it very often like i'll update it with like really really notable stuff but like Yeah, no, I'm not fluent in that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm not like the Sandro master. Sorry? I use LinkedIn more than Instagram. Really? I'll scroll on LinkedIn for entertainment.
0: I I mean, I technically use LinkedIn (laughs) more than Instagram now.
1: True, (laughs) because you don't have Instagram.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Is there a point at which you
1: would go back?
0: Uh, Yeah. I I still want to... I'm still keen on the idea of sharing my own drawings uh, and things like that, so like i I legitimately enjoyed that side of it because like I mean I feel like as a creative you learn to like uh sharing your art so uh is a good way to do that uh so I definitely will go back maybe even like soon um uh and it, yeah no no specific time frame but i I really just wanted to sort of remove it from my life temporarily during the summer because I was doing nothing right so I was like more drawn to it. And I, I was,
1: comparison is the death of joy
0: yeah and, and like uh, I, I have like the well being like widget on like my home screen or whatever like the digital well being thing and it was telling me like how much time I was spending on each app and uh, I'm pretty sure there was a span of like almost a week where I would spent 200 not 200 Jesus two hours a day on Instagram alone and God. I did some math and I was like, if I went on Instagram every day for two hours for an entire year, that equates to a month. And and I'm like, that's not OK.
1: That's scary, <laughs> man.
0: Yeah, it's like it's, and it's so easy to get sucked into it. Right. It's like so I I was just like, fuck this. I can't I can't do this.
1: OK, there we go. Now it's starting.
0: More technical difficulties. Got
1: <laughs> Gotta love that. But yeah, what, <laughs> what were you saying about Instagram before Zencaster decided to crap itself?
0: <laughs> I, uh, well, I was basically finishing up and just saying that yeah, I needed to get off that shit for my own like mental health. Like I was just mm-hmm. yeah, the idea of spending like like uh, yeah two hours a day on wow. Instagram, Instagram alone was yeah. just like too much. I was just like I can't 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 keep that. So
1: I think there's a way of doing it productively where if you're conversing with people and you're using it as a networking. social media platform to mm-hmm. connect with people and talk with people and like whether it's uh people who work at places that you want to work at, like say there's some industrial designer at Rivian who has an Instagram account and you guys are chatting on there. And that's like your point of contact, as opposed to texting each other, or you're saying like, "Oh, I really, some other person, I really like your work." Blah 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 blah. Can you tell me about it and everything else? But well, we just gave the finger to somebody, it's not the middle finger, <laughs> the index. <laughs> was, that was classic. One minute, I'm speaking.
0: Profession. Yes, um, but um,
1: <sighs> but if you're just scrolling, y- then it's like,
0: yeah,
1: shoot yourself with heroin.
0: Yeah, that was. <laughs> That was keeping me tied to Instagram for a long time because I, I felt like I needed to keep these connections going. Like I had like like message chains hap- happening or whatever. And like, mm. it just so happened that at this particular point when I deactivated my account, I was like, oh, I'm free of all that. Like I'm not actively really talking to anybody on Instagram at the moment. So I can just safely dip and not feel like I've abandoned anybody. Yeah. So uh, uh So yeah, it was it's been nice it's been actually quite nice like even if i'm my thought process was like even if i'm spending that time that that i would be spending on instagram like playing a video game like at least i'm like enjoying myself you know mm-hmm. but, yeah. like i'm deciding to play a video game and like i, I mean in the grand scheme of like life uh, like in my case at least video games are pretty like meaningless but at least I'm, like, getting those dopamine hits and I'm, like, achieving something in the game, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, and it was nice. Um, fuck, I was going to add something else, but I've totally forgotten. Uh, Sounds familiar. Yeah, that was that was basically, basically the gist of it. Like, well, it, this is what I was going to say. Like, I felt like I, on any given day, I could get exactly what I sort of wanted out of Instagram in, like, five minutes. You know what I mean? Like I can scroll for a few minutes, get updated on what people are doing, see some cool sketches and be done. But I, as soon as like five minutes is up, like everything else is just compulsive.
1: One more minute's not a big deal. I'll just stick on for
0: one more minute. Exactly. i exactly.
1: five more posts and then yeah. two hours later.
0: Yeah. And then you scroll through, your saved. It's like, remember this funny video that I saw like two <laughs> days ago?
1: All the time. God. All the time. Yep. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm glad that you've made that conscious choice and that personal choice to do that for yourself, though.
0: Thank you. Mm. I'm
1: very. I say. I say. I'm proud of you, like I'm your dad or yeah. something. Like <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm proud. Of he's like. Exactly.
0: He's gonna say proud. <laughs>
1: yeah, listen, listen here, son. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm happy for you as as a friend to a friend and as a human to a human and as like a, as a dude to a dude. I'm. I'm. I'm happy that you're taking your mental health especially like as a guy where it's less popular to talk about it and less popular to talk about if you're feeling down and in the shits and everything like that i'm glad that you're i'm glad that you're taking that step and i'm not preaching from a soapbox like i'm the specter no but especially because
2: like you did the same thing
1: i did that for six months and i'm basically (laughs) still doing it yeah went on instagram (laughs) for like the first time and all of september the other day and that was to write a message and then i just closed it again
0: yeah yeah I'm, I'm done now yeah it's it's very it's very freeing it is yeah
1: it's a good sense of freeing as well oh i don't yeah. think zach will get off but probably not zach will be like the alcoholic <laughs> who just turns into a social drinker for the rest of his life
0: It, it it's yeah. fun though man like i mean i tried to yeah. I was like,
2: instead of like getting rid of it, let's see if I can actually master it, or like mm. force myself to, yeah, to be careful with it. Because like I, I love, I love seeing cool shit and what other cool shit people yeah. are doing as like a way to like motivate me and inspire me. And like my saved, pay is like basically a mood board of like, if you were to describe me and my interests, my styles, my aesthetic, dreams nice. in images, that's what it is i don't save like very good funny videos or anything it's like a giant mood board so if i need like a reference or something or inspiration or whatever i just go there and i'm like fucking Mm -hmm. sick you know nice so there's a good thing but then there's also yeah i'll still be fucking stuck just (laughs) scrolling (laughs) you know dumb shit or whatever
0: well yeah like uh, people love to like immediately shit on social media but like it does a lot of good Mm -hmm. yeah like Uh, like it does a lot of good for people and like it's fun right Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah it's just the addictive nature is very it's very consuming so like yeah if you can like manage your time on it then yeah like that's absolutely absolutely good
1: like anything it's doing it in moderation and with intention if you can do that you're good but if you can't Mm -hmm. that's that's where problems arise and and then imbalance relationship happens hmm. so mm-hmm. yes say la vie it is what it is
0: Say la vie but,
1: uh, since you're not on instagram where can people connect with you if they want to chat to you and pick your brain about thesis or anything <laughs> like that
0: okay. um it, i i suppose linkedin might be the best option like i've i know i admitted before that i don't like i'm not super fluent in that area but i i know how to read messages and i do check it semi-frequently so and you speak english and I speak English, so uh yeah. Uh, that helps. What what's the uh, I think I think my account's just like Steven Bacaui, yeah? Like it's just Robin. the person's name. Yeah. Should be, it
1: should be anyways If it's not then it's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> Steven dot mm-hmm. designs dot Yeah.
0: <laughs> S underscore Teven or whatever the fuck. Like
1: S underscore oh yeah, true. S underscore Tevin. I see what mm-hmm. you're saying.
0: Although I'm, I'm very fortunate because I have a strange last name. So no, there's not many Stephen by right. in, the, in the
1: world. I wouldn't say it's strange. I think it's authentic.
0: <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Thank you. I'll I'll use that from now on.
1: Authentically tweaked.
0: <laughs> it's a little it's more elegant.
2: rare than my last name. Watson. <laughs> it's pretty
0: popular. <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> I mean, if someone's listening to this like way after its release date uh, and I'm back on Instagram, that's, that's Stephen underscore by So yeah, you can reach me there if I'm back on it. that's awesome that's awesome and any
1: any parting words of advice for people starting school now as it is September still and a mindset to keep them going forward to finish the first semester
0: are we talking uh in general or fourth year
1: uh in general, whether that's first, second, third, fourth
0: okay fifth, in case uh you really
1: suck. <laughs> Jesus,
0: <laughs> or are really good. What if you're doing your master's? That's true. Mm-mm. But um, my my biggest piece of advice would be just like don't worry about the future, like uh, don't stress too much about that because you can spend forever thinking about the future, like and it's never going to be exactly how you think it's going to be, like under any circumstance. So like, uh, just yeah, uh, be with regards to connections again just be a nice person be open to meeting new people be present and, and enjoy school while it lasts because it's fucking great i fucking love school mm. i'm a big old i'm a big old nerd <laughs> i love that i love that that's
1: so cute that's so cute. <laughs> and uh Some wise that, words yeah wise words from Stephen bakawi if uh, you're interested in design work, you can send us an email to company dot com or visit the website at www com. And if you got a podcast related question for Stephen or anything else that you've heard, send it to hi at gmail dot com. And Zach Watson, yes, sir.
2: What is our Instagram? The process underscore underscore podcast.
1: Stephen, thanks a bunch for for hopping on and doing this with us and
2: returning after seven years let's say <laughs> after a seven year yeah, hiatus seven years man it's been a second being sec. a rad dude and we'll we'll go out and we'll get drinks soon.
0: Hello. yeah i'm down thank you guys again for uh for having me oh absolutely anytime,
1: man. make sure you send this to uh all your friends and family and co-workers yeah. and
0: i'll force them to watch out. it this time maybe yeah.
1: not co-workers because of the prego thing but we'll see. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah they'll, my, they'll, my bad connection
0: they'll find out eventually i'm sure we'll we'll weigh that They're
1: like steep you defaced our company name
0: <laughs> well it's like i'll just be like listen i wasn't the one that said it
1: <laughs> that's true yeah that's true and i won't be getting a job there anytime soon. i was just about to <laughs> say. <laughs> it's a maniac. It's okay, I have one. i'm not worried i'm not worried
0: yeah you're you're you guys are doing all right you got the podcast going that's fucking sick
1: exactly we don't need it yeah keep it up bros we don't need oh we will we will
3: <laughs>
0: we'd
1: uh we'll have to talk to you about some ideas for episode 300 and whatnot but uh we'll make sure that that gets that gets addressed and uh ladies and gentlemen (laughs) thank you very much for listening we will see you tomorrow
0: peace peace the process